Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Thirty-five. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. It is a Monday afternoon. Let me take a moment here, because it has to be done, uh, to comment on some of our uh, ABC News uh, reporting. Doctor Oz, uh, someone known as Doctor Oz. You know why he's known as Doctor Oz? Because he's a doctor. He's a medical doctor. He was a heart surgeon. So that's why he's known as Dr. Oz, because he's a doctor. Now, I know it pains the leftists who are deployed to newsrooms to actually acknowledge things, but that's the reality. Now, if you wanted to say Mr. Fetterman, as opposed to Lieutenant Governor Fetterman, okay. Then you say, I'm sorry, we're not using any titles at all. Well, I would have to sit back and say, well, I accept that. I wouldn't necessarily agree with it, but I would accept it. But if you're going to use it for one, but you're not going to use it for the other, there's a problem. And therein lies a huge part of the problem that we see day in and day out. Tomorrow, officially election day. We're really wrapping up election season now across America. And what's the question that most of us have? Will my vote count? Will it be counted properly? Will people be out there uh, breaking the system, voting without uh, being allowed to? It's all about election integrity, right? Ken Cuccinelli knows a, a thing or two about this. And I'm so happy to welcome him to the uh, to the program. Ken, thank you for being here. Yeah, my pleasure. Let's uh, let's dive into this election integrity issue. Where do you expect that there will be the the most issues with it as this election season wraps up? Well, the most issues will probably be Pennsylvania. Um, Philadelphia has, for a number of years, been the America's capital of election problems. I'll put it generously, problems. Very polite. Um, and, um, you know, Arizona is going to count so slowly. We'll probably know about two-thirds of the vote outcome by Wednesday morning. Um, and, you know, that's pretty uncomfortable for folks, frankly. Yes. Yes. Um, it, it, different, different states do things differently. But if Florida, the third largest state and the largest um, swing state, could count a presidential year's worth of ballots on election night, you know, I think a lot of these other states need to look at what they're doing and and think about how they might uh, how they might emulate that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, you're ra- you're being rather gracious today, Ken. It's, it's, it's very- I'm trying to be. I'm trying <laughs> to be. I mean, look, a little closer to home, right? Fairfax County, largest population, the most money, and every single oh, yeah. year, oh, it, it just always it's takes them a little bit longer. Yes. Funny thing about that. 
Um, and it, it's hard not to be, they generate suspicion based on that. Yes, they really do. And, um, is that doesn't mean that things everywhere are always going to be automatically done right off the bat. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is when you brag about how great you are all the time as Fairfax does, and you're always last, well, maybe you are both great and last. So how can that be? Hmm. Maybe it's intentional. Um, you know, that's just to use a Virginia example. Yep. But a lot of the problems we saw, first of all, everybody should know that we are much better off heading into Election Day of 2022 than we were two years ago. Okay. Much better off. Okay. Um, all over the country, we're better off. In Virginia, we haven't even seen any change in the law. And we're better off because of the well, actually, I guess we did see the, there was a bipartisan ban on Zuckerberg. So that was a Virginia improvement right. um, in the law. But w one of the big things Virginia led the way on that is being emulated all over the country was the massive outpouring of citizens who stepped forward to be election officials, literally not poll watchers, mm -hmm. though those are needed. And you can still sign up even at this late date with your local party, but election officials people inside running the poll books, counting the votes, analyzing the absentee ballots as they come in to make sure they comply with the law and so forth. And that's very important. We have Prince William County up here, which is the biggest county in the Virginia 7th, where Yesley Vega, I think, is on the verge of unseating um, Abigail Spanberger, and I hope everybody will go vote for that. Mm -hmm. um, it's also the second most important county in the 10th District, where Hung Cow has a decent chance of knocking off Jennifer Wexton. Yeah. And, um, and yet in this county, we've got a registrar who has decided that there are parts of the state election code that he can just take as suggestions and uh, instead of laws that he wow. has to follow. Now, the Republicans took him to court on one, and the judge said, no, you, it's not a suggestion. You actually have to do this. In this case, it was having equal balanced partisan uh, chief and assistant chiefs at every mm -hmm. polling place. Right. And the statute says it. And uh, so you'd think that'd be a no brainer. And yet we had to go to court for it. And going to court is one of the areas where we're much stronger than two years ago. Right. For 18 years. And I haven't picked that number out of a hat. It's in, for the last 18 years, the left has built up a massive election litigation machine. And starting in 2020, um, the right started to build its own. Right. And um, you don't hear me praise the Republican National Committee, well, ever, actually. <laughs> but um, on <laughs> this point, they have, and Ronna McDaniel stood up a 24-hour, 365 days a year, all through the cycle, not just presidential years, election um, integrity unit. And they basically just go try to get states to obey their own laws, which doesn't seem like too much to ask. But on the left, they're always looking for exceptions to the laws to muddy mm -hmm. things up or to count ballots that under the statutes aren't supposed to be counted. So I, and I've never last but not least, part of the reason we're so much better off two years later is that the whole right of center world has actually stuck together on this issue, whether moderate or conservative. That hasn't really mattered. And I can never name another issue where I've seen that hold for two years yeah, and counting. I mean, there's no end in sight to this. Um, and we, that, and that's the way it needs to be. 
election integrity and oversight and transparency and security needs to be an every day, all the time, every year event on both sides of the aisle. Mm -hmm. It's important that both sides participate, that both sides have um, eyes on everything, that both sides have transparency, because you don't know going into any election who's going to win and who's going to lose. And if you're going to lose, and I've both won and I've lost, Mm-hmm. Um, it is a lot easier to accept a close outcome if you could see everything going on all the way through. Right. Right. Of course, voters marking their ballots and that everybody followed the rules that were set beforehand. That's called fairness. And that is the essence of this. I remind everybody, Ken Cuccinelli is joining us, served as the Attorney General of our beloved Commonwealth, Deputy Secretary of Homeland Security in charge of a CIS uh, under President Trump. Uh, those of us who have been involved one way or another throughout the years, Ken, have said, look, it's, it, it's, it's a lot like a, a sporting event. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But as long as you know that the, uh, the referees are, are scoring fairly, that, then you accept it and you move on. Now, we have, despite the, uh, the legacy news media hacks talking about so-called election deniers, I, I mean, I look down to Georgia. Now, here's a woman, Stacey Abrams, who lost four years ago. She's poised <laughs> to lose again. She's identified herself as the real governor of Georgia in any other setting at any other time you would ask if they need to adjust her meds or confine her to an institution but she's given carte blanche to go out and uh, engage in her quote uh election denying yeah and um she's pre-denying the outcome of this election already and um the mainstream media who for 20 years joined the Democrat chorus of election denial and then flipped and said it's insurrection to deny election outcomes um, is giving her a pass. I know you're shocked by that. I am. am I. Mm-hmm. And um, um, yeah, I, what, what is it? Oh, Sanford and Son. Elizabeth, I'm coming to join you. Yeah, it's, you know, it, here we go again. Um, and, uh, you know, it's like newsflash. Water is wet and Stacey Abrams denies election loss. You know, big news on both counts. Um, And yet here she goes. And the double standard is in full play um, with Stacey Abrams. So Uh, let me let me ask you, uh, Ken, I referenced your uh, your service for President Trump. We keep hearing that November the 24th might be a really, 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 really big day for former President Trump. Have you, uh, you know, just between us, have you heard anything? I have not heard anything. I have not. I'm watching the. The news on that like you are right. so we'll see um it'd be nice if he played nice in the sandbox with what's supposed to be his team before election day yeah. um unlike the kind of gratuitous shots he was lobbing this weekend um because he can be a he can be a real health out on the campaign trail yeah. um if he wants to be but you know the idea is to be as positive and helpful as you can and um Sometimes the discipline slips there. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, you are gracious to a fault today, counselor, and I I appreciate that. But like you, I I, I didn't understand, and I still don't. I don't understand the shot at uh, Governor DeSantis. To me, that makes no sense. But uh, then again, I'm I'm not asked for a lot of. Well, advice, I mean, so. we both understand where it's coming from. He sees him as a threat yeah. uh, on the nomination front, but I mean. He when he does things like that, he reminds people of one of his huge weaknesses, and it's a mm-hmm. huge weakness. Yeah. Ask any independent voter, suburban woman, yeah. you know, whose vote you want. 
Yep. And um, and and he it was part of uh, it was it was part of a demographic he didn't do well with in 2020, and um, and he's not starting off as if he's learned that lesson. Yeah, that is a shame. I appreciate you making time for us. I always appreciate you making time and uh, look forward to chatting again soon. Absolutely. Good to be with you. Thank you. That is uh, Ken Cuccinelli, former attorney general of our uh, beloved Commonwealth, former deputy secretary of Homeland Security. He oversaw citizen and, uh, citizenship and immigration services, right? CIS, the old INS, uh, before they rebate everything. Uh, I think some great insight. And listen, I go along with him with President Trump's knock on Ron DeSantis. I just, gosh, listen, I've said this before. I personally believe that the Republican nomination for president is former President Trump's if he wants it. That's the way I think this needs to be viewed. I know there are other great candidates out there. Ron DeSantis happens to be a great candidate. But I will tell you, that if President Trump announces on November the 24th, I am going to seek the Republican Party nomination for president, then as far as I'm concerned, everybody else needs to get out of the sandbox, needs to get out of the pool. I don't care. Come up with whatever metaphor you want, but you got to clear the way for President Trump. Simple as that. Now, if November 24th or some other date comes along and President Trump says, you know what, I'm sick of this nonsense. I just am not going to be involved anymore. Then it's everybody into the pool. I think with this election, with these election results, God willing, we see them tomorrow. We the people, I mean real honest-to-goodness, hard-working American people, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, will have stood up and said, it's enough. It's enough. There will be a lot of excitement. There will be a lot of momentum. And the last thing, that we need to do on our side of the aisle is somehow assemble a circular firing squad, which, unfortunately, we are wont to do. It's 346. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.